Today is the 30th of July, 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship. Greetings from West Yorkshire. I pray that you're all having a really good start to your week. And if you're joining us for the first time, let me firstly say thank you and welcome. And then let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture and music. So having explained how it's all going to work, let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Father God, quieten our minds, still our hearts, for your living ways are all we seek. Strengthen our lives, inspire our spirit. In your living waters flow endless grace. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, Solomon dedicates the temple and Jesus faces his temptations. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, open our hearts, open our minds, open our ears, open our eyes to what you would have us hear, see, feel and believe through the scriptures this morning. 
We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and we're beginning with 1 Kings 4. King Solomon ruled over Israel, and these were his officials. Azariah, son of Zadok, priest. Elahoreph and Ahijah, the sons of Shesha, secretary. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahilud, court historian. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, in charge of the army. Zadok and Abiathar, priests. Azariah, son of Nathan, in charge of the deputies. Zebed, son of Nathan, a priest and advisor to the king. Aisha, in charge of the palace. And Adoniram, son of Abda, in charge of forced labor. Solomon had twelve deputies for all Israel. They provided food for the king and his household. Each one made provision for one month out of the year. These were their names. Ben-Hur in the hill country of Ephraim. Ben-Decker in Machaz, Sha'albim, Beth-Shemesh, and Elon Beth-Hanan. Beth-Hazed in Araboth. He had Sokah and the whole land of Hepher. Ben-Abinadab in all Naphath Dor. Taphath, daughter of Solomon, was his wife. Barna, son of Ahilud, in Tanakh, Medigo, and all Bethshin, which is beside Zorathan, below Jezreel, from Bethshin to Abel-Mehola, as far as the other side of Jokmium. Ben-Geber, in Ramath-Gilead. He had the villages of Jaya, son of Manasseh, which are in Gilead, and he had the region of Argob, which is in Bashan. Sixty great cities with walls and bronze bars. Ahinadab, son of Ida, in Mahanaim. Mahimaaz, in Naphtali. He also married a daughter of Solomon, Basimath. Bana, son of Hushi, in Asher and Bealoth. Jehoshaphat, son of Pariah, in Issachar. Shemaiah, son of Elah, in Benjamin. Geba, son of Uri, in the land of Gilead the country of Sion, king of the Amorites, and of Og, king of Bashan. There was one deputy in the land of Judah. Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand by the sea. They were eating, drinking, and rejoicing. Solomon ruled over the kingdoms from the Euphrates River to the land of the Philistines and as far as the borders of Egypt. They offered tribute and served Solomon all the days of his life. Solomon's provision for one day were 150 bushels of fine flour, 300 bushels of meal, 10 fattened oxen, 20 range oxen and 100 sheep, besides deer, gazelle, roebucks and pen-fed poultry. For he had dominion over everything west of the Euphrates from Tifsha to Gaza, and over all the kings west of the Euphrates. He had peace on all his surrounding borders. Throughout Solomon's reign, Judah and Israel lived in safety from Dan to Beersheba, each man under his own vine and his own fig tree. Solomon had 40,000 stalls of horses for his chariots and 12,000 horsemen. Each of these deputies for a month in turn provided food for King Solomon and for everyone who came to King Solomon's table. They neglected nothing. Each man bought the barley and the straw for the chariot teams and the other horses to the required place according to his assignment. God gave Solomon wisdom, very great insight and understanding as vast as the sand on the seashore. Solomon's wisdom was greater than the wisdom of all the people of the east, greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than anyone, 
wiser than Ethan the Ezrahite, and Heman, Kalkol, and Dada, sons of Mahol. His reputation extended to all the surrounding nations. Solomon composed 3,000 proverbs, and his songs numbered 1,005. He described trees from the cedar in Lebanon to the hyssop growing out of the wall. He also taught about animals, birds, reptiles, and fish. People came from everywhere, sent by every king on earth who had heard of his wisdom to listen to Solomon's wisdom. 2 Chronicles 6 and 7 Then Solomon said, The Lord said he would dwell in thick darkness, but I have built an exalted temple for you, a place for your residence forever. Then the king turned and blessed the entire congregation of Israel as they were standing. He said, May the Lord God of Israel be praised. He spoke directly to my father David, and he has fulfilled the promise by his power. He said, Since the day I brought my people Israel out of the land of Egypt, I have not chosen a city to build a temple in among any of the tribes of Israel, so that my name would be there. And I have not chosen a man to be ruler over my people Israel. But I have chosen Jerusalem so that my name will be there. And I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of my father David to build a temple in the name of Yahweh, the God of Israel. However, Yahweh said to my father David, Since it was your desire to build a temple for my name, you have done well to have this desire. Yet you are not the one to build the temple, but your son, your offspring, will build the temple for my name. So Yahweh has fulfilled what he promised. I have taken the place of my father David, and I sit on the throne of Israel, as Yahweh promised. I have built the temple for the name of Yahweh, the Lord God of Israel. I have put the ark there, where Yahweh's covenant is that he made with the Israelites. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the entire congregation of Israel and spread out his hands. For Solomon had made a bronze platform seven and a half feet long, seven and a half feet wide and four and a half feet high, and put it in the court. He stood on it knelt down in front of the entire congregation of Israel and spread out his hands towards heaven. He said, Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven or on earth, keeping his gracious covenant with his servants who work before you with their whole heart. You have kept what you promised to your servant, my father David. You spoke directly to him, and you fulfilled your promise by your power as it is today. Therefore, Lord God of Israel, keep what you have promised to your servant, my father David. You will never fail to have a man to sit before me on the throne of Israel. If only your sons guard their way to walk in my law as you've walked before me. Now, Lord God of Israel, please confirm what you promised to your servant David. But will God indeed live on earth with man? Even heaven, the highest heaven, cannot contain you, much less this temple I have built. Listen to your servant's prayer and his petition. Lord my God, so that you may hear the cry and the prayer that your servant prays before you, so that your eyes watch over this temple day and night, towards the place where you have said you would put your name, and so that you would hear the prayer your servant prays towards this place. Hear the petitions of your servant and your people Israel, which they pray towards this place. May you hear in your dwelling place in heaven, may you hear and forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor and is forced to take an oath, and he comes to take an oath before your altar in the temple, may you hear in heaven and act. 
May you judge your servants, condemning the wicked man by bringing what he has done on his head, and providing justice for the righteous, by rewarding him according to his righteousness. If your people Israel are defeated before an enemy because they have sinned against you, and they return to you and praise your name, and they pray and plead for mercy before you in this temple, may you hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel. May you restore them to the land you gave them and their ancestors. When the skies are shut and there is no rain because they have sinned against you, and they pray towards this place and praise your name, and they turn from their sins because you are afflicting them, may you hear in heaven and forgive the the sin of your servants and your people Israel, so that you may teach them the good way they should walk in. May you send rain on your land that you gave your people for an inheritance. When there is famine on the earth, when there is pestilence, when there is blight, mildew, locust or grasshopper, when their enemies besiege them, in the region of their fortified cities, when there is plague or illness, whatever prayer or petition anyone from your people Israel might have, each man knowing his affliction and suffering and spreading his hands towards the temple, may you hear them in heaven, your dwelling place, and may you forgive and repay the man according to all his ways, since you know his heart. For you alone know the human heart so that they may fear you and walk in your ways all the days they live in the land you give your ancestors. Even for the foreigner who is not of your people Israel, but has come from a distant land because of your great name, and your mighty hand and outstretched arms when he comes and prays towards the temple, may you hear in heaven in your dwelling place, and do all the foreigner asks you. Then all the peoples of the earth will know your name, to fear you as your people Israel do and to know that this temple I have built is called by your name. When your people go out to fight against their enemies, wherever you send them and they pray to you, in the direction of the city that you have chosen, and the temple that I have built for your name, may you hear their prayer and petition in heaven and uphold their cause. When they sin against you, for there is no one who does not sin, and you are angry with them and hand them over to the enemy, and their captors deport them to a distant or nearby country, when they come to their senses in the land where they are deported, and repent and petition you in their captives' land, saying, We have sinned and done wrong, we have been wicked. And when they return to you with their whole mind and heart in the land of their captivity where they were taken captive, and when they pray in the direction of their land that you gave their ancestors and to the city you have chosen, and towards the temple I have built in your name, may you hear their prayer and petitions in heaven, your dwelling place and uphold their cause. May you forgive your people who sinned against you. Now, my God, please let your eyes be open and your ears attentive to the prayer of this place. Now, therefore, arise, Lord God, come to your resting place, you and your powerful ark. May your servants, Lord God, be clothed with salvation, and may your godly people rejoice in goodness. Lord God, do not reject your anointed one. Remember the loyalty of your servant David. When Solomon finished praying, fire descended from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The priests were not able to enter the Lord's temple because the glory of the Lord filled the temple of the Lord. All the Israelites were watching when the fire descended, and the glory of the Lord came on the temple. They bowed down on the pavement with their faces to the ground. They worshipped and praised the Lord, for He is good 
and his faithful love endures forever. The king and all the people were offering sacrifices in the Lord's presence. King Solomon offered a sacrifice of 22,000 cattle and 120,000 sheep. In this manner the king and all the people dedicated God's temple. The priests and the Levites were standing at their stations. The Levites had the musical instruments of the Lord which King David had made to praise the Lord. For his faithful love endures forever, when he offered praise with them. Across from the Levites the priests were blowing trumpets and all the people were standing. Since the bronze altar that Solomon had made could not accommodate the burnt offering, the grain offering and the fat of the fellowship offerings, Solomon first consecrated the middle of the courtyard that was in front of the Lord's temple and then offered the burnt offerings and the fat of the fellowship offerings there. So Solomon and all Israel with him, a very great assembly from the entrance of Hamath to the brook of Egypt, observed the festival at that time for seven days. On the eighth day they held a sacred assembly, for the dedication of the altar lasted seven days and the festival seven days. On the twenty-third day of the seventh month, he sent the people away to their tents, rejoicing and with happy hearts, for the goodness the Lord had done for David, for Solomon, and for his people Israel. So Solomon finished the Lord's temple and the royal palace. Everything that had entered Solomon's heart to do for the Lord's temple and for his own palace succeeded. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon at night and said to him, I have heard your prayer, and have chosen this place for myself as the temple of sacrifice. If I close the sky so there is no rain, or if I command the grasshopper to consume the land, or if I seek pestilence on my people, and my people who are called by my name humble themselves, pray and seek my face, and turn from their evil ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. My eyes will now be open and my ears attentive to prayer from this place. I have now chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there at all times. As for you, if you walk before me as your father David walked, doing everything I have commanded you, and if you keep my statutes and ordinances, I will establish your royal throne as I promised your father David you will never fail to have a man ruling in Israel. However, if you turn away and abandon my statutes and my commands that I have set before you, and if you go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will uproot Israel from the soil that I gave them, and this temple that I sanctified for my name I will banish from my presence. I will make it an object of scorn and ridicule among all people. As for this temple which was exalted, Everyone who passes by will be appalled and will say, Why did the Lord do this to the land and this temple? Then they will say, Because they abandoned the Lord God of their ancestors, who brought them out of the land of Egypt. They clung to other gods and worshipped and served them. Because of this, he brought all this ruin on them. Matthew 4 Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. Then the tempter approached him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. But he answered, It is written, Man must not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. 
Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will give his angels orders concerning you, and they will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus told him, It is also written, Do not test the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, I will give you all these things if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus told him, Go away, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and immediately angels came and began to serve him. When he heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew into Galilee. He left Nazareth behind, and went to live in Capernaum by the sea in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun and land of Naphtali, along the sea road beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who live in darkness have seen a great light, and for those living in the shadow land of death, light has dawned. From then on Jesus began to preach, Repent! for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As he was walking along the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the sea since they were fishermen. Follow me, he told them, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus was going all over Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Then the news about him spread throughout Syria. So they bore to him all who were afflicted, those suffering from various diseases and intense pains the demon-possessed, the epileptics, and the paralytics, and he healed them. Large crowds followed from Galilee, Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. Psalm 49 For the choir director, a psalm of the sons of Korah. Hear this, all you peoples. Listen, all you who inhabit the world. Bow low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth speaks wisdom. My heart's meditation brings understanding. I turn my ear to a proverb. I explain my riddle with a liar. Why should I fear in times of trouble? The iniquity of my foes surrounds me. They trust in their wealth and boast of their abundant riches. Yet these cannot redeem a person or pay his ransom to God, since the price of redeeming him is too costly. One should forever stop crying, so that he may live forever and not see the pit. For one can see that wise men die. Foolish and stupid men also pass away, since they leave their wealth to others. Their graves are their eternal homes. Their homes from generation to generation, though they have named the states after themselves. But despite his assets, man will not last. He was like an animal that perishes. This is the way of those who are arrogant and of their followers, who approve of their words, Salah. Like sheep they are headed for Sheol. Death will shepherd them. The upright will rule over them in the morning, and their form will waste away in Sheol. 
far from their lofty abode. But God will redeem my life from the power of Sheol, for he will take me, Selah. Do not be afraid when a man gets rich, when the wealth of his house increases, for when he dies he will take nothing at all. His wealth will not follow him down. Though he praises himself during his lifetime, and people praise you when you do well for yourself, he will go to the generation of his fathers. They will never see the light. A man with valuable possessions but without understanding is like the animals that perish. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to focus on the bits of scripture that have just kind of waved their hands at us and tried to catch our attention. And after music we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year. Just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you before we say our prayers for the day and the time of the year, um, drop us a line through the usual channels. Check the show notes for all the contact details. There are links to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and emails. Send us a line. We can pray with you. More than happy to.
Let's pray, shall we? Lord, on this day I choose to put you first. Thank you that when you are at the centre of our communities, our lives are rich with love and goodness. Lord, be the running stream, springing up at the very heart of our lives. May we drink daily from the water of life, that our days will be filled with kindness, forgiveness, trust and love. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And our prayer for the time of the year. Lord, there are days when all that keeps me praying is my decision to trust you, O God. To trust that you are still in charge, for you are watching over my way, that you care about the truth, even when the liars seem so strong. So for today, I choose to trust in your faithfulness, in your power to create new beginnings where none seem possible, in your watchful care over the oppressed, the stranger, the orphan. Lord, unblind me. Open my eyes to see you, lifting up those who are bowed down, upholding orphans and widows, bringing the way of the wicked to ruin. Father, let me see your reign. Then summon me to join the praise of your people, echoing throughout the generations. Praise the Lord. And we say this together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours. Now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.